Greetings, golf fans. Sports Guy Ty here. Episode 64 of the Right Click Print Money Podcast. Wyndham Championship Tips, Picks, and Best Bets Making Paper for the Masses. We've all gone to Carolina in our minds for this, the final regular season event of the current PGA Tour season. We're at Venerable Sedgefield Country Club in Greensboro, North Carolina. No winner-winner fried perch dinner last week in Detroit, but plenty of good vibes in the Carolinas after a team win on Kevin Kisner here in 2021. We debate the merits of regional barbecue sauces and styles and hunt for one more winner before the playoffs. Tell your friends they can listen to the show wherever podcasts are available. And don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. Enjoy. Welcome back to another week on the beautiful grind. This is the Wyndham Championship Preview, and I'm your host, Sports Guy Ty. You can find me on Twitter at Sports Guy Ty. As we always do, time to stir up a cocktail or two or grab a cold one and jump right in. Uh, band is back together this week for the first time since the last major. So, T Mac, we're going to welcome you back and start here. What's your podcast sauce this week? Thank you. Thank you. I. Uh... I really, really appreciate it. Uh, I was feeling under the weather here. Uh, I don't really have any podcast sauce tonight. I am just doing this, uh, doing this dry. Uh, no mucinex, nothing along those lines. Nothing. I've got, uh, <laughs> I've got the beautiful views of my lake. Excellent. All right, shallow Cal, uh, cast beer or soju for you tonight? Um, it's uh, the unofficial official beer of Michigan. Unfortunately, I, I uh, <clears throat> didn't go all the way with the Korean theme tonight, unfortunately. So my podcast sauce is very un-Korean like. But however, I am indulging in some bulgogi beef and rice, and it is fantastic. One of my absolute favorite dishes, uh, Korean or other, is bulgogi. And we're going to get into very shortly just why you're eating bulgogi tonight. A uh, little bit disappointed, no soju, but understandable. Sorry, um, I didn't have time for that. I had to I had to rush home from league play tonight. Uh, I played I, I played against one of the more frustrating players today, where uh, he carries a four handicap. However, he will birdie, birdie, par, par, par. And, and then drop like eights and sevens on the holes that we win, but he'll just absolutely destroy us on the holes that we don't. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna indulge in all the bulgogi beef and rice. Well, I am actually waving my miniature Korean flag for you uh, because I'm also on that bandwagon this week, but we're gonna get into that a little bit more very shortly. Um, you can find Trevor, uh, excuse me, you can find T-Mac on Twitter at Trevor McElwain, and you can find Shallow Cal on the Twitters at Shallow Cal Golf. Uh, for me, Podcast Sauce, finishing off the four-pack of Oberon Pounders this week. Uh, so another 16-ouncer, <laughs> very end of uh, the summer beer, but probably not the last Oberon I'll have this year. All right, quickly, before we get into previews and picks uh, for the Wyndham Championship, we're in the Piedmont Triad region of North Carolina, Greater Greensboro, High Point, and Winston-Salem area. Certainly knows a thing or two about barbecue. So let's have a quick debate. Best regional barbecue sauce and or style, Chef Shallow Cal. Can we get a quick overview of the prominent barbecue regions? Uh, 
do I need to list my credentials as Chef Shallow Callow? Probably. All right, so I've worked in uh, <clears throat> some fairly high-end restaurants in Chicago. Uh, started when I was in college, uh, working at an Italian restaurant in uh, Madison, Wisconsin. Go Badgers! Um, while I was there, and then uh, ended up in Chicago and fell into an incredible restaurant group, uh, Hogsalt Hospitality, and then did some work for the Alinea Group as well. So. Uh, some of the restaurants that I've worked for, Bavette's, Oshaval, Green Street, Smoked Meats, Royster, um, some really high-end restaurants. And uh, Bavette's was actually voted in the top 10 steakhouses in the world when uh, when I was there So as a chef. So, you know, I've got a little bit of an influence. I've got a little bit of a, a, a background on the, on the barbecue scene. Um, I'm not gonna lie. You know, you can divide you can divide it pretty pretty clearly uh, along the lines of Carolina, Kansas City, Memphis, Texas. Like you said, Ty, um, Texas, you got heavy smoke, you got heavy flavor. Uh, it's a lot of tomato-based sauce, um, and it's 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 usually sauce on the side. And you're gonna get some white bread. You're gonna get your 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 slaw. You, bunch of pickles, um, all that good stuff. Your Memphis, your Memphis dry rub, like you said, man. Um, and, and, and also sauce on the side, but the, the, the Memphis, I think it's lacking a little bit of the, the heart and soul that the Texas barbecue has. Uh, I, I'm sorry, Those Memphis. Bold words, bold I'm sorry, words. I'm sorry, Memphis. Uh, but I think the Texas barbecue is 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 a, uh, quite a bit ahead. Um, Carolina, you're divided between states. It's a state. It's 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 a very clear divide. You got your North Carolina sauce. You got your South Carolina sauce. Um, the vinegar based. I'm a huge fan of vinegar in recipes. Everything I I make usually has an acid and a vinegar base to it, um, mustard in the barbecue sauce. Love it. Absolutely love it. Your North Carolina is going to be your sweeter, you know, your more, you know, more tomato based sauce. Very good. Excellent stuff, but not quite, not quite South Carolina barbecue. So I, I'm going to have to rank South Carolina in, in second behind the Texas North Carolina third and then we're gonna do memphis barbecue fourth and i'm not even gonna give kansas city any credit because i make way better barbecue myself than kansas city does because kansas city is a poser wow absolutely so we just lost all sponsorship from two regions of the country thanks shallow good oklahoma joe's is off (laughs) the bandwagon good you want to know why because they are absolutely just posers uh they don't have anything original and um it's all sugar-coated now it's it's i'm sorry but that's just the way that it is all right t-mac agree or disagree with that rundown i mean pretty much wholeheartedly disagree uh well i mean i will say one thing 
of of all the the Texas or uh, barbecue styles, I think Texas is probably my favorite. Uh, we go there every year for uh, real estate conventions, whether that be Houston or Austin or uh, or what have you. I've been to Texas, Arlington a few times. I, I've been to Texas a handful of times. They have some of the best barbecue in the world, no doubt about that. I've also been to Kansas City at least two times to watch the Packers play the Chiefs. And uh, Kansas City barbecue, I also think, is right up there. Uh, uh, to say it's a vastly different, I don't know. I think it's pretty darn good. I don't like the Carolinas because I'm not a vinegar fan. Um, so I basically would give it to Texas first, Memphis second. The other two are are kind of secondary uh, options to me. Okay. <clears throat> I'm a big barbecue guy in general. Um, I grew up uh, in a household that's a big barbecue household. I got a couple smokers myself, a traditional charcoal, as well as a pellet smoker now. Uh, lived in Mississippi for 12 years, so certainly very experienced with the Memphis Q. I'm going to say my favorite region, my favorite style is South Carolina, the vinegar-based mustard oh, sauce. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I love so it. gross. I love it on some pulled pork. Um, I don't even need a sandwich. Just some pulled pork with a little bit of that mustard sauce on it. There's a there's a flavor dynamic. I mean, you've got so much. I mean, if you're talking barbecue, you've got fatty cuts of meat. You've got all that fat. You need the acid. You need the vinegar. You need something to balance out that flavor. And that's why I am wholeheartedly on the vinegar-based barbecue sauce. Yeah, nope, I agree with you. Got to got to balance out that fattiness of the meat for sure. But I can appreciate all the regions as mentioned. Um, I like Memphis barbecue. I'm not as big of a dry rub guy as I am a sauce-based guy. So Texas and Memphis actually probably secondary for me. But I do like um, I do like the simple salt and pepper approach of Texas. Like a little sauce on the side, both there in Memphis. I'm with T-Mac though. I'm a fan of Kansas City barbecue. I like that sweet and tangy molasses tomato base. Uh, yeah, I got a little bit of that interesting smoky smoky taste to it a lot of times too. For my money, you can't go wrong with barbecue. It's one of my favorite foods. I can I can I can I clarify something? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that Kansas City barbecue is bad. Because that exactly, that I can rewind the tape. Be, yeah, it kind of sounded. That's exactly what you said. Because it's it. I mean, it's barbecue. It's still delicious. I mean, anything barbecue is going to be good. I just think that it falls behind, and I think that and and and. I don't want to toot my own horn here, but I think that my barbecue is a little bit better than uh, a lot of the Kansas City barbecue joints that, uh, that they got going on. You want to give your bulgogi recipe now or you want to hold that for the cards? I am never going to give my bulgogi recipe <laughs> out. And not only that, but I don't have enough Coca-Cola in the state of Michigan, I think, to actually complete my bulgogi recipe. Right. Anyways... Okay, well, enough Q talk. Uh, let's do a quick tournament and course preview, then get to the picks. Those picks will include outrights as well as long shots. No shallow cal first round leader selections this week, but here we go. Uh, gone to Carolina in my mind. Wyndham Championship preview. Boys, this is the final event of the 2021-2022 PGA season. 
We are at Sedgefield Country Club. Uh, team win here a year ago on the Kiz in that crazy six-man playoff. T-Mac, amazingly, if I recall, you had three of the top six, excuse me, three of the six playoff participants. Uh, Kevin Kisner, Kevin Donner, uh, Scott. Yeah, I mean, I was all over that that playoff. And, of course, I was nervous that I, – I remember there were a couple guys I had not heard of being in the playoffs and being like, this is probably the asshole that's going to win it too. God, that really was something last year, watching a six-man playoff. Um, when we hit Kiz – was Russell Henley in that playoff? I forget. Oh, oh was not. <laughs> oh, motherfucker. Eh, you can't be that angry. You hit kids with us. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but I had Russell Henley at twice the odds. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when we hit kids for the team win last year, it had been about a month or so since we all had hosted a show together at that point. Been about a month again uh, this time around, boys, but unfortunately no chance for a team win this week at the Donald Ross course. Second consecutive week we've been on a Donald Ross track. Uh, par 70 this time around, 7,131 yards and two par fives. Um, designed in 1926 by Donald Ross, a renovation by Chris Spence in 2007. Your greens are going to be champion Bermuda grass, typical of a Ross design, very large, more than 6,000 square feet on average. Manageable rough this week, only about two and a half inches or so of Bermuda grass. You got the same Bermuda grass on the fairways. We talk course defenses, mainly the tight tree-lined nature of this course. Again, those large undulating greens. It's pretty straightforward, a classic Ross Carolinas track, only 52 bunkers, water is in play on six holes. All right, time to make some picks. Um, before we do that, though, let's roll through the cards quickly for all the folks, and then we'll get into dialogue on the actual golfers. Uh, so, T-Mac, you first. Quickly name your picks and the odds for the listeners up and down the card. No problem. So I went with uh, Russ Henley at 20 to 1, two units bet, one unit each way. Uh, Adam Scott at 28 to 1, two units bet, one unit each way. Keith Mitchell at 50 to 1, two units bet, one unit each way. I went with, uh, with, um, uh, I'm sorry, with, uh, why is my computer frozen here? Uh, Svensson at, Svenny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At 66 to 1, two units bet, uh, one unit each way. Uh, Matthew Neesmith at 100 to 1, two units bet, one unit each way. Uh, Mackenzie Hughes at 125, uh, one unit, or I'm sorry, two units bet, one unit each way. And then I had to get my boy Annabon Lahiri at 200 to 1, one unit bet, two unit, well, I'm sorry, two units bet, one unit each way. For me this week, two points each way on Sung JM, 18 to 1. Uh, I'm a point each way on Siwoo Kim, 28 to 1. One point each way, way on Denny McCarthy, 40 to 1. One point each way on Tom Kim, 40 to 1. And a point each way on Chris John Zadenhout, 50 to 1 as well. Shallow Cal, the most interesting card of the night. Why, why am I so interesting? Well, I'm, only just get... I'm just basically taking all the South Koreans. And you only have three selections with those South Koreans. Yeah, so uh, see, woo, Kim, woo! I got any robust 33 to 1, and I absolutely love that number on him. I got Sungjae, like you said, uh, yourself at 18, and then I'm taking Joo Hyung Tommy Kim at 
40 to 1. So I am very excited about the three South Koreans. I am only taking South Koreans, and that is it. All in on the South Koreans this week. Yes, sir. All right, well, let's very quickly talk a little course history, and then we'll get to breaking down these golfers. Uh, Matters at Sedgefield at least as much uh, as anywhere on tour, if not more so. Webb Simpson's home course, 13 events. He's made the cut 12 times, 11 top 25s, 9 top 10s, and a win. Kevin Kisner, your defending champ, is 7 for 7 and made cuts here with 4 top 10s. See, woo, Kim won here in 2016 as a 21-year-old for his first win on tour. All he's done since, four top fives and six starts, uh, again, including that win. Um, Strange the other two are actually missed cuts, but keeping in tradition with the myth of Siwoo. Uh, T-Mac, you start your card with a guy who has a couple of top tens here the past two years, uh, follows along that course history route. Came up painfully short in the playoff last year after leading much of Sunday. Why Russell Henley this week? Yeah, I mean, just as you had mentioned, uh, kind of a soul-crushing uh, uh, missed three-footer putter year uh, last year in the playoff. Uh, I think he's just uh, one of these guys that's a good horse for the course. He's got good strokes gained on the putting. Uh, he's a guy that I think, uh, even though the odds weren't uh, super high on him, uh, he was one that I felt pretty confident getting behind this week. Okay. As well for you, another golfer at 28-1 to 1 without a lot of course history, but that which he does have is pretty good here. Losing in a playoff last year, just his second appearance at the Wyndham. How about Adam Scott, 28-1? to 1? Yeah, I think Adam Scott's been playing uh, some very good golf here down the stretch. Um, you know, I, I, he, we've seen some, some good, uh, finishes from him this year, three top 10 finishes, uh, in fact. So, uh, it seems like a nice course with this field to have a good chance to kind of round out some of his odds. Uh, and there are a couple things that I, uh, that I was highlighting as well. His putting has been pretty decent, uh, gaining, uh, some, some strokes here on the, on the putts. Uh, and then his uh, approach to the green has also been very consistent. So uh, I'm, I'm liking uh, I'm liking Adam Scott this week. Always got to worry about that putter with Adam Scott. Yeah, and it was it it reared its ugly head Saturday in Detroit last week. Really strange round for him, going six over 78 when most of the field just went as low as they could possibly go on Saturday. Um, really what took him out of contention because he had one of the best rounds on the course on Sunday is a nice bounce back, but just that strange blip on moving day. Yeah. All right, Shallow Cal, uh, time for you and I to talk Koreans for a few minutes. We are on the same players, the same three players from the land of the morning calm, Sung J M, Siwoo Kim, and Tom Kim. Your only three selections for the tournament. So you start us off uh, with whomever you'd like to talk first. Uh, let's just stop at the, uh, let's just start at the top, right? I mean, naturally. <clears throat> Siwoo. This guy is an iron player. He's got great course history. Um, he is a driver of the ball. He has a, a lot of distance and is decently decently accurate with his with his irons so you get that hot hot iron oh man see woo and what kind of greens do we have this week bermuda baby what kind of 
screens to see who putt well on? Well, still debatable. <laughs> Does he putt well on any greens? No, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Give me Siwoo, baby. Uh, or not Siwoo. Uh, Sungjae. Sungjae at eight. Wait, are you talking about Siwoo or Sungjae? Because you started heard- off saying start at the top, but then you went to Siwoo, and now you're back talking Sungjae again. Sungjae, Sungjae, Sungjae. Sungjae, big hitter, iron player. Going to have opportunities for some birdies here. Uh, let's go Sungjae M. 18 to 1. Love it. Okay, so we are talking Sungjae, not Siwoo yet. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're talking Sungjae, not Siwoo. All right, so let me revise then. Yes, we are on Bermuda Greens this week. We are on Bermuda Greens for Sungjae M this week, his favorite surface to putt on. Uh, I'm on him as well, two points each way at 18 to 1. Don't love the short number, but this is another guy that's gotten very comfortable very quickly at Sedgefield. Three for three made cuts, no worse than his 24th finish here last year. And before that, he was ninth in 2020 and sixth in 2019. Been a bit of a strange run of form if you just look at the finishes the last few weeks. His Don't, last, look Don't look at that. Don't look well, at that. Well, well, uh, not here. Tells, not here. You can't look at that. Tells a story, though. So his last six read 281, missed cut, missed cut, 1015. But you look a little bit closer, and that 81st finish was at the Open, his first time making the cut in two tries. The first of the two missed cuts was Scottish Open the week prior, so obviously Lynx Golf doesn't suit. The other missed cut was the U.S. Open, so certainly excusable in a major championship. If you look at the five tournaments that preceded that stretch, finished no worse than T21 with a couple of top tens of both the Masters and the Memorial, two difficult tests of golf. So I really like Sungjae. I mean, again, you look at that top six and those last six in a vacuum, and it, it kind of raises an eyebrow with the 81st and the two missed cuts. But you delve a little bit deeper, you go back a little bit farther. He's actually been playing some pretty good golf on the whole here. 2021, right. yeah. 2021-2022 uh, strokes gained numbers, 11th off the tee, 30th for accuracy, 6th around the green, and 10th. Strokes gain T to green, with which obviously huge for a classic Donald Ross course. Test you throughout the bag. All right. Now, shallow Cal, see Woo Kim. See Woo. I mean, is there a better course fit for see Woo on here than, uh, than this? He sure I mean, loves Sedgefield. He loves himself some Sedgefield. He has won here before. He is one of the more prominent players on tour that is in this field. And at 33 to 1, I feel like that is a uh, that is a good value on somebody with uh, with the dynamics that we're looking at with this course, the the stats on Siwoo. Si- I mean my favorite freaking uh, excuse me, my favorite fucking Korean golfer of all time. See, woo, Kim, how can I leave him out on this card? Yeah, so I, I'm I'm with you. Um, and I said it last week, you know, Kisner, see, woo, Kim, a couple of guys that, you know, I'll bet every time at Donald Ross tracks. And really and truly, I could probably run it back with my card from last week in Detroit and feel pretty good about this week. No cams in the field, Young or Davis, but Kevin Kisner, Denny McCarthy, Siwoo Kim, and even Davis Riley all appeal this week uh, from my card in Detroit. 
But of that group, I've gone with two. Um, so I'll stick with Siwoo here. Loves those classic golf courses. Huge Donald Ross fan. Sputtered a bit on Sunday last week in Detroit when everybody was going low, but still a T14 at that Ross track. Mentioned it last week uh, on the show, but he's played well also down at the Country Club of Jackson in Mississippi. Has a lot of those Donald Ross influences, tree-lined parklands, kind of that style that he really likes here. He likes those uh, those Country Club positional courses. He does. He's a country club kid for sure. Um, all right. One more South Korean golfer to talk, and then we're going to bring T-Mac back into it. Um, we're both on Tom Kim, Shallow Cow at 40 to 1. A uh, little bit shorter than where you got him last week. Missed the places by one. Uh, back oh, on the wagon. Oh, that was such a disheartening sweat last week, him missing the places by one. Um Thomas the Tank, let's go. He he's proved himself. He is so close. He is going to break breakthrough. Uh, I believe after uh, his performance last week, he's ranked 35 in the official world golf rankings. This is like the Cameron Young uh, narrative last week. He's gonna win one, and he's gonna win one soon. And he is a good enough player that it's not going to be just one it's going to be multiple so uh tommy let's fucking ride man let's do it this week 40 to 1 love it this field can't can't see anything past the south koreans this week yeah we said it last week uh boatloads of talent for tom kim um what I like most is win equity, particularly at a young age. Two wins on the Korean tour, two wins on the Asian tour. He's still just 20 years old. He knows uh, how to win. He knows, he knows how, how to win. Know. Win equity. Just like Garrett Higo, you know, like we, 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 we started betting on him because he knew how to win. And he forgot. 16 years old, he won the Philippine Amateur Open Championship, up to actually 34th in the official World Golf Rankings uh, this week, which, again, pretty incredible when you think about as a 20-year-old. He's played eight tournaments on the PGA Tour this year, made seven cuts, 23rd at the U.S. Open, third at the Scottish Open. A kid has two top tens and eight starts against the best of the world. He showed just how strong his game is last week in Detroit when he manhandled the Donald Ross course on Sunday. Actually had a birdie putt on 18 that would have given him the course record at 10 under par 62 that he yeah, barely no. burned the edge. Meant for me, money-wise. <laughs> would have put him right in. Uh, yes, solo seventh. He's son of a teaching professional from South Korea, so you know that game is strong. Um, should be a match again beautifully with the test this week. He proved he's very good on those tight tree-lined Parkland scores. He's a great ball striker, accurate off the tee. It's coming. I don't know if it's going to be this week, but I think Tom Kim's going to threaten again. I like that number at 40-1. to 1. All right, T-Mac, back to you. Uh, man, no overlap on your card uh, with either Shallow Cal and I, and so without any Koreans for you, no opportunities this week for a team win. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Just uh, didn't didn't come across it uh, this week. So my uh, my next bet is Keith Mitchell. Uh, he's a guy who's really only won once on tour, but he's had a number of uh, top 10 finishes this year with six. Uh, his driving is is pretty darn good. 21st in driving distance. 
Um, he's 19th in birdie average, scoring average 16, uh, eighth in total driving, um, fourth in, uh, in, uh, in, in long distance putts from 20 to 25 feet. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm liking Keith, uh, Keith Mitchell this week. So I thought I'd take a chance on him. I always like old Killer Keith, particularly on Bermuda grains. Um, certainly his, man. Yeah, his best best surface by a pretty wide margin. Um, all right, team, we're like, gonna. St- I like a I like a top forty on Killer Keith for sure. He's playing some pretty good golf lately, and he's motivated. He's been one of the uh, quietly. He's been one of the more vocal players in his, his thoughts and feelings on the Live Golf Tour, and like that from old Killer Keith. Absolutely. All right, T-Mac, we're going to stick with you for your next selection in the 60s. Uh, you've got a Canadian not named Taylor Pendrith this week. Yes, sir. I got uh, Adam Svensson here on the card. Uh, he's put together a handful of really impressive putting performances over the last few weeks. Uh, I think this is a guy that, uh, although he has been known to to miss a couple putts here and there, uh, what we're seeing here uh, is is – is that mixed with his good ball striking a guy who could be prime for a for a place here? Uh, so I liked the number at 66 to one, two units bet, one unit each way. So I thought I'd give him a chance. Yeah, I like how Svensson's game sets up for this course really well. I considered him uh, very hard at 66 to one too, particularly with that each way. I think it's a great number on him and flying a little bit under the radar, obviously, with the way Taylor Pendrith played last week. But I think he is also an interesting bet for top Canadian this week. Um, all right, I'm in this range as well, so let me close out my card with a couple picks: a Denny McCarthy 40 to one, Christian Bazaden Hote 50 to one. Uh, with Denny, uh, longer than the 33-1, to 1, I had him on last week in Detroit after a missed cut. Um, another guy who loves Sedgefield, he's 4-for-4, four four, made cuts here. He's got one top 10, three top 25s. Really a plotter who's made for this course. He's fourth on tour this year in strokes gained putting, sixth in scrambling. Really good driver of the golf ball, 33rd in driving accuracy. And he plays well around the greens, too. He's 38th excuse me, in strokes gained around the green. Uh, crucial for the shaved runoffs here at Sedgefield. I'm going to end it then uh, with Christian Bezadenhout, a point each way at 50 to 1. My guy Bez been flying under the radar a bit despite some pretty, pretty good golf of late. Uh, uh, Bez! The Bez. The Bez. He's in hoot. Uh, last five starts, he's gone T68, T16, T2, missed cut, T15. 22nd on tour for strokes, gained putting, but his last 50 rounds on Bermuda in this field, he ranks sixth. Definitely his best surface for what is already an excellent putter. Uh, one of the favorites of this show, we've, we've detailed it ad nauseum, but he grew up in South Africa, broke onto the scene in the European tour, very familiar with the style of Treeline Parklands, uh, plays him very well. Certainly more of that plotter we want here than a bomber. Uh, 49th in driving accuracy, just 174th in distance. Key stat here, he ranks 10th in proximity to the hole on tour this season. Eight of your last nine winners at the Wyndham ranked in the top 10 in the field that week in proximity to hole. And then also ranks fifth in scrambling. So pretty good getting up and down again with those shaved runoff areas. Uh, could come into play a lot this week. Um, Shallow Cal, you feeling left out? You hadn't made a pick in a while. 
Yeah, uh, I was going to say, you just sold me with that Bez pick, but I always love me some uh, Hope betting. Uh, he's one of my... He's probably my second favorite South African to bet on. And it's coming for him, too, on the PGA Tour. I want, so I, want to, I, want to, I want to nail a bet on my first favorite South African so bad again, but I don't see that anytime soon, unfortunately. A PGA Tour just released the 2022-2023 season. We're we going back to Congaree in the fall, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm definitely not removing my chip, but uh, I don't know, man. He ain't winning. <laughs> <laughs> not right now. He's not. Oh. Uh, all right, T-Mac, uh, close us out with your thoughts on three lottery tickets, 100 to 1 or longer on your card. Yeah, so I went with a couple guys that I was just liking uh, and then threw in Mackenzie Hughes because I think he's been putting really well. Um, Mackenzie Hughes actually first in the field uh, from three feet, ninth uh, for putting and from five feet, 20th from uh, seven feet, 11th from eight feet, uh, ninth from uh, from 10 feet to 15 feet. Just a guy that I think uh, could sink some putts here and uh, and really surprise some people. So. Uh, I really liked that pick. Anabon Lahiri is one of those guys that could just come out of nowhere and uh, surprise you with a top two finish. So uh, I'm liking him for that each way pick here. And then uh, my boy Matthew, Matthew Neesmith. It seems to be every week that I haven't been picking him. He's been doing pretty well at the top of the leaderboard. Uh, so I'm hoping I can grab him on one of these each way spots. All right, that's going to close us out for the three cards. Just to confirm, no additional bets placed during the show for you, Shadow Cow. You are sticking with the three-man South Korean card. Uh, might place a Seabaz bet here in a little second here, but I'll have, <laughs> at, I'll have to go look at what the odds are. You know, his odds were um, were kind of all over the place early on today. I saw him as low as 30, um, but that 50 hung out there for a while may still be able to grab it somewhere oh man all right well, that's gonna wrap us uh, a reminder you can see all of our picks for the Wyndham championship by following at right click picks on twitter check out that spreadsheet fellas as always the goal is making paper let's get out there and right click print money one more time for the masses cheers 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 gentlemen